Every Hair Counts is a show about keeping the hair you have and replacing the hair you've lost. Hosted by Dr. Baines and Susan Jernigans from Jernigans Hair Replacement Clinic. This episode is called Five Things You Can Do to Help Keep and Generate Hair Growth. Welcome to the Every Hair Counts podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Jason Kong here with Susan Jernigan and Dr. Sujeev Baines. And today we're going to be talking about five things you can do to keep the hair that you have. And Susan, I think this is so important because this is something that the sooner folks come to see you or they begin to address the issue, usually it's a better outcome for for the person. Yes, that's true. So the sooner you can start working on the health of your hair, the health of that hair follicle, the longer you can promote the life of that follicle and possibly re-promote some new growth in hairs that you have lost. You have hairs that kind of lay dormant under the skin once they've like died out, and but they are still viable for a certain amount of time. So if we can do all, everything we can to keep them strong and growing and possibly promote new growth, then we are all about that. We love to see people hold on to their hair. And there are kind of a litany of things to do. Okay, well, where should we start? Let's pick up with the first one here, the first one that we should maybe keep in mind to help keep our hair. I would say one of the first and and simplest things to do is starting with a really good vitamin that is formulated for the hair. And we have those. And Dr. Baines, you can uh, tell them why the vitamins work so well. What are your feelings about that? The hair follicle itself needs a lot of nutrients to go through stem cell differentiation. So generally, it's not one vitamin that's effective against hair loss. Usually, you need multiple vitamins and also collagen synthesizers as well as biotin. So most of the vitamins that we have that are dermatology recommended, they contain multiple vitamins, biotin, minerals, and even marine collagen to help facilitate hair follicle growth. Now, is this something that I can find off the shelf at the pharmacy, or is this something a little bit different when it comes to vitamins? Normally, they're in specialized clinics, dermatology clinics, uh, hair transplant clinics. They're typically different than you would think of as your general multivitamin. They're more formulated for the hair follicle itself. Gotcha. All right, Susan, what's another item that we should pay attention to? So another item is laser. So laser hair therapy has been around for quite some time. Actually, our consultant, Natasha Octoberg, facilitated an FDA-approved study research on lasers. And we have been working with them for quite some time. Lasers have over 3,500 worldwide studies showing that they can help to promote hair growth and kind of slow down the hair loss. And Dr. Baines can better medically describe (laughs) how they work. So uh, low-level sorry, laser light has been studied for decades. And it was actually first introduced to study it in cancer. However, it wasn't very effective in cancer treatment, but during those trials, they actually found that it would regrow the hair back where they shaved those areas to irradiate cancer. So in wound healing, hair growth, it's been shown to be effective. Laser light can go into the cells themselves and increase respiration. So basically give the energy that the hair follicle needs to continue to grow. And Susan, this is something that we could use from the comfort of our own home? 
Yes. There are many different types of in-home laser devices. We carry the OXO laser. It's one of the newer lasers. It has 300 diodes, and the diodes are placed within this laser a little differently than in other laser caps because they're placed in a way that the laser beam comes out wider at the bottom than more narrow. And obviously, the wider, the more area you're hitting. When you're using these, they kind of just look like a baseball cap, and you wear them about 10 minutes a day, you know, four or five days a week, and that's all you've got to do. They don't hurt. They don't burn. And there's nothing dangerous to them, but they are quite powerful. The OXO also provides a small handheld one, so if you're traveling and you don't want to have to take a big laser cap with you, <laughs> you could feel like, well, I'd still like to have something, and you have a, a small little handheld one. That's a convenient option for someone who is interested in helping to keep the hair that they have. What's next? So next, we get more into things like minoxidil. So minoxidil, some people know the name Rogaine. Minoxidil is a solution. It's been around for over 20 years. And Dr. Baines, how does that minoxidil really work? So minoxidil is available in a 2% or 5% formulation that can be a solution or foam. It's FDA approved for both male and female hair loss. Actually, it's the only FDA approved medication for female hair, hair loss. But it's a vasodilator. As a drug, it dilates the blood vessels. So it can promote blood flow to the hair follicles. It also will promote the hair follicles to go into the growth phase, which we call antigen. This is done through secreting growth factors. So that's a little unknown mechanism of minoxidil that's still being discovered. So it works in multiple ways, both improving blood flow and growth factor secretion. And so what determines the use of the, the 2% or the 5%? Is that just dependent on the patient? Generally, for women, it's 2% that's uh, cleared, and for men, it's 5%. But in many women, off-label, we give 5% uh, in order to maximize the benefit. And we do see benefit clinically in our clinic with that, yes. How often would this need to be used? Uh, once to twice a day. Okay. Yeah. I will often tell clients minoxidil is sort of like life support for the hair. So if you're using products that are helping to maintain the hair and you don't suddenly see a whole bunch of new growth, what you can't see is what you can't see. And that's that it could also be holding on to hairs that would otherwise die. And if that's the case and you stop using whatever the items are that you're using, whether it's minoxidil, vitamins, lasers, you could go through a hair loss. So I'm always encouraging people, even if you don't feel like you're seeing a lot of new hair growth, it could really be slowing down hair loss and preventing some hair loss. And we want you to hold on to that hair as long as you possibly can. So the uh, minoxidil and the laser and the vitamins, those are all things that we sell just off shelf. You don't, it doesn't require a doctor's prescription. What does require prescription, though, is finasteride, and that is a medical prescription, and Dr. Baines can further explain that. So finasteride uh, works on what we call DHT or dihydrotestosterone. It's available by prescription, very safe medication, and it lowers these DHT levels in your scalp. DHT is felt to be one of the factors that causes miniaturization of your hair. 
and then eventual alopecia or hair loss. So this uh, medicine effectively blocks that and lowers DHT levels. It's taken uh, one milligram a day. Well, all right, let's get the big reveal now. What is the fifth item that we could adopt to help keep our hair? So the fifth item that we can adopt is a medical procedure. So it requires you to be in the clinic. You can't do this at home, and it's called PRP, and that stands for platelet-rich plasma. And Dr. Baines can explain more about that. So platelet-rich plasma is a natural organic treatment. It's taken from a sample of the client's blood, and it's spun down in a centrifuge. And the plasma is separated from the blood at that point, and we're able to extract that plasma. And within that plasma are numerous growth factors. So we can then take that and inject that plasma in the scalp, under the skin, into the hair follicle. And that can eventually, hopefully, limit hair loss and potentially regrow hair. So this is a procedure that's done once a month for three cycles and then three months and then six months thereafter. So it has a maintenance period eventually of every six months. Susan, it's good to know that we have a a variety of options available at our disposal. And it really just kind of is up to us to determine what would be the best avenue to pursue. And I know you have a a wonderful tool on your website where folks can get a free evaluation. We do. You can go onto the website and take a test. It's 10 or 12 questions that when we receive that helps guide us into where you might be in your hair loss and we can call you. You do not have to take that test to call us. Feel free just to pick up the phone and call us. What's wonderful in the world today in working with hair loss is there are so many options. And some folks want to just do one thing. They're not comfortable doing a lot of things. So when we talk with you, we can see, well, where's your comfort level? What is the one thing you might want to start with? Um, But these things we discussed today, they do work fine. They, They have a place as a standalone. But when you group them all together, you've created a great recipe, so to speak, for your hair. You know, cakes have a lot of ingredients. Some cakes are just basic and some... You add a little extra fresh strawberry to the strawberry cake, and it's even better. So (laughs) we love to work with folks in wherever they're comfortable in the recipe for their hair and keeping that hair going. Find out which recipe works best for you by going to jernigan'swithaj.com. That will do it for this episode. On behalf of Susan Jernigan and Dr. Sujeev Baines, I'm Jason Kong. Thanking you so much for listening to the Every Hair Counts podcast. If you'd like to learn more about vitamins, laser therapy, minoxidil, phenosteride, or PRP, check out their website at jernigans.com. If you have other questions you'd like to have answered on the Every Hair Counts podcast, send them to jernigans'hair at aol.com.